Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with your daily VR investing video cast. Hope you're having a good day so far today. Markets all over the place. Uh, it's not pretty, but it's not ugly. It's one of those days where it's directionless. We were up 100, 100 points plus in the market earlier. Right now, as I speak, Dow's down 71. NASDAQ's down 8. Kind of flattish day, really. The internals are showing the same thing. The internals have been positive all day. Just flipped to a flat to negative now here at midday. I think to, I think the close is important today. Uh, look, this is the last day of August, right? Tomorrow's the first day of a new month. That means fund flows are coming in <clears throat> from pension funds, retirement plans. You've got, to, of course, still coming in. Uh, a share of buybacks has still been above, well above average. And, uh, and mergers and acquisitions have also been heating up of late. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, all in all, we're coming out of a, 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 a very low volume summer month in August. And we're going into the worst month of the year. September has been the worst month of the year for the last two decades. But I'm going to remind everybody, and this is, this, is, this is as good as it gets from a, a point of view of analytics and, and data, going back to the 1950s, the markets in, in midterm years <clears throat> bottom between August 14th and September the 4th. That's when they bottom, okay? And then from there, it's straight up. I mean, it's parabolic. The markets have averaged a 30, better than 32% return over the next year, going back to 1950. And this is 18 for 18 times that the market's positive, 18 18 times. So it's always got, it's always been up with an average gain of better than 32%. That is, uh, that's convincingly bullish. So, you know, we'll see. I, I think we, I, I would hope, I would think we get a strong close today uh, in advance of in, uh, equity inflows tomorrow. But again, you get a lot of people betting on the seasonality thing about September being the month of weakness and the month of crashes, uh, September, October. And of course, also, uh, that's also the month for bottom. So uh, people are still very nervous, uh, very, very anxious, a lot of anxiety in the market. Look, we started telling you, <clears throat> excuse me, we started telling you two weeks ago that on the VR investing system, we'd reached extreme overbought on steroids. That's as overbought as our system gets, and we got there. That's when bad things happen, and that's what happened. We've now had a, a, a big pullback from the massive move higher we had in July and early August. Now, guess what? On our very system, we're now hitting extreme oversold on our short-term viewing minimum oscillator. So we're not extreme oversold across the board, not our, 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 most, uh, our, our most oversold designation, if you will, but we're getting there. We're certainly there on the short-term ones, folks, okay? So look, we're buyers here. I got to tell you, we're buyers. Uh, I, I'm not very good at, at calling tops or bottoms. So I don't try to, but <clears throat> we like to pick our spots as the zones where we want to be buyers, and that's what we're doing right here. Um, well, I just re I remind everybody, the semis are the key for us. Semiconductors, SMH is what we're keen off of. They're up early in the day. Uh, they were up 1.5% in futures markets, and they started getting hit. Once the semis went red, the market followed. Folks, this is, this is the tell, the semis. Right now, semis down 1% off the lows, but still down 1%. They've been battered, battered, battered uh, over the last uh, uh, couple weeks. Uh, semis down something like 9% in just the last four trading sessions. So this has not been pretty. And a lot of fear uh, in the semiconductor space, uh, and, and you know about a, sl a slowing global economy. So we'll see. <clears throat> By the way, the semis are also hitting extreme oversold on a short-term basis. So this is typically when reversals take place. That's what we need to see. Rich Ross at uh, Evercore, the, uh, the 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 technical savant at Evercore, is wildly bullish. I say wildly because here are his targets. He has he believes from here that the SP of 100 is going to go up uh, uh, 16%. That's his target, 16%. Uh, 
uh, to, um, you know what, I'll just, I'll just leave it there, 16%. But he's even more bullish on NASDAQ. NASDAQ 100, he believes, is going to go up 24%. That's Rich Ross at Evercore making no bones about it. He thinks rates have topped, and he thinks the market has bottomed. I agree with Rich Ross on both of those. Uh, I want to point out again, we talked about this yesterday. I love the small caps here. Not getting a whole lot of love today, down a tenth of a percent. But <clears throat> small caps are now in this zone where they pull back to a trend line that they broke out of. The trend line they pull back to is now serving as support. Very important trend line. And by the way, we're also going to get a golden cross in IWM, the small cap ETF, getting a golden cross today or tomorrow. I, I, uh, You know what? I've got you right in front of me. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick because I am curious. IWM. Are we having a golden cross today in small caps? System's a little slow today. Oh, that close. Literally that close to a golden cross, which means tomorrow, unless something goofy happens, tomorrow there'll be a golden cross, 50 over the 100 day, and IWM. That's a bullish sign, even though, of course, it's still below the 200 day, but it's still a bullish sign. Uh, I like I like the setup, though. We're going to remind everybody. Small caps are trading in the 90th percentile undervalued to big caps right now. Uh, so this group is dirt cheap. They're giving small caps away. And um, if the economy is going is to rally from here, again, everybody's so bearish in the economy now, uh, small caps would do even better because, again, 70% of all revenue for most small caps comes from domestic sources. Uh, by the way, remind everybody, not only is IWM, the small caps, about to have a, a golden cross, every one of our major indexes is about to have a golden cross. Buy signal, 50 crossed in the 200-day. Within the next week, every one of them, uh, IWM is going to be first. Again, we're below the 200-day. Does it matter as much? Probably not, but it still matters. It's still uh, an indication that the short-term moving averages are picking up speed to their longer-term moving average brethren, and that is a bullish event, technically speaking. Um, also share with you this morning what we told our folks this morning. Some interesting things happening in China. Now, if you know me, <clears throat> you know that I have said now for two years that China is uninvestable. We haven't touched a Chinese stock. I think we used uh, we had a trade that we, 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 we put on uh, that uh, uh, we did very well in, but it was a trade only. Uh, but really for two years, I've said, and we backed it up, that China is uninvestable. We can't trust them. We can't trust a communist country. We can't trust their accounting system, right? can't trust any of it. I'm not changing my view on that. I'm not planning to invest in Chinese stocks. However, if the Chinese economy is in fact turning, and I think that it is, I think there are signs that it is. All the right people are hating on China. Short selling is at an all-time high for Hong Kong stocks. All right, It's not directly mainland China, but there is a close parallel there, of course, especially now that China has essentially taken over Hong Kong. Short bets on Hong Kong stocks are at an all-time high. So that's meant when you can get it, potentially have a massive squeeze that could, be, that could, that could begin there. And I think without question, uh, that would bode well for Chinese stocks. We've got to remind everybody, the uh, China Internet ETF, KWEB, KWEB, got battered like Kathy Wood's ARC fund down over 75% from high to low beginning in February 21. Uh, bottomed in March and is now up as of this morning uh, over 60% from the lows. That's from March, folks. What is that? A few months, right? Five, four or five months? That's incredible, right? Massive move higher. FIFO, first in, first out. KWeb, 
is is a is a leading in a discounting mechanism really for all the broader markets in, in China because it's tech tech leads right so that's what's happening there and if uh, again the, the key point there is if China's ec economy is bottoming and they're adding a lot of a new stimulus okay uh, common common theme for China yeah but uh, if their if their economy is bottoming and if they're going to get away from these insane zero COVID policies they've had okay which is the reason their economy's been slow. If they're going to get away from that, and the China economy is going to recover, just as Europe is going into recession, and it is, just as the U.S. continues to slow, and it is, a, a strong Chinese economy would be great for the global economy. It's something to keep an eye on. It's something we're pointing out here now because this is how turns happen. This is how turns take place underneath the surface action, macro action like this, in the Chinese economy. We're watching it very carefully. Um, Listen, I, I'll just tell you, we are also very aggressively buying uh, uranium. Uh, our favorite ETF is U URA, the Global Uranium ETF. Story after story about what's taking place with, with nuclear power. Thank God common sense is winning this battle. The environmentalists, the insane environmentalists, the climate crazies, even at NPR, are, are out with a piece saying why even environmentalists are supporting nuclear power today. That's a big shift for them, Okay. It's not too far to say they'd also support natural gas, which, of course, they should. So <clears throat> it's very good, very good for uranium stocks, great for nuclear power, great for mankind, nuclear power, natural gas, and, yes, even oil. Because guess what's been red hot? Coal. <laughs> I'm not the biggest coal fan in the world. I think there are technologies to clean it up if we wanted to. I'm a huge, of course, natural gas, oil, and nuclear fan. Certainly, all of that, even coal, over uh, windmills and solar power. Are you kidding me? Ask birds how they feel about windmills, right? Ask eagles. Where are the environmentalists when it comes to windmills? They're frauds. That's where they are. They're complete frauds. That's where they are. Where are the environmentalists when it comes to solar panels? You, you can't put this stuff in landfills. This stuff is horrible. It takes, it takes unbelievable amounts of uh, petroleum production to, to make these pieces of equipment. Then you can't put them in landfills. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke, as is ESG investing. So it's good to see common sense returning with nuclear power. That is a very good sign for humanity, folks. I think it's the red pilling of, of America and the world. We've been talking about this here, haven't we? It's in our book, The Big Bribe, The Red Pilling of the World. This is very, very, very bullish, and we're seeing it in nuclear power. I think that's going to continue to happen into the midterms, which I think are still going to be a whitewash. Uh, as much as the people are trying to talk it down, very excited about the midterms, and I like the fact the Republicans think we may not win. That way we're going to go vote, right? We need to be highly motivated to vote and get these crazies, America haters, out of office. Um, give me a give me a fist, fist up if you, if you agree with me right here, folks. All right? All right, folks. Listen, we'll watch the close today. Again, waiting for the semis to make the turn. Uh, and, uh, again, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of anxiety going into September. But I, the data we share with you here says that we're nearing a bottom of importance. And that's how we're treating it here. Have a great day, folks. We'll see you back at the close for our VR Investing Podcast. Bye-bye.